What is up, still studying? And welcome to a Sunday episode of the study session here, episode number 176. I am your host, Jeremy Ritz. So grateful you're joining me here today. If you didn't check out the episode of the Still Study podcast, it is up and alive. Episode number 31, check that out. It's posted. I take a look at what the Steelers potentially can do on the offensive and defensive line to have a legitimate chance to do something in these last four games. There's not a lot of hope, but what's the sense in watching if you don't have hope? Right? You know what I mean? Anyway, thank you so much for joining me here today on episode number 176 of the study session. It's a Sunday edition. want to thank you for joining me. My gratitude and appreciation to you, you beautiful, beautiful studians. I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com or also give me a follow on Twitter. And you can also drop me a comment on this study session or on the podcast or on the articles. If you just scroll down to the bottom of the article, you could see there's a place where it allows you to comment. Drop a comment. Would love to get you on the Steeler Saturday mailbag. That's a fun show for me to do where I get your questions, comments, feedback on the show. It's always a good time to make that show all about you. Check that out. And don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. That podcast is aptly titled The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim is a wealth of Steelers information, having covered the Steelers since 1995. And it's a lot of fun. Jim is an OG, a goat of Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. And today, just going to talk a little bit about the quarterback position for the Pittsburgh Steelers and how my mindset has changed after these last few weeks of play from Ben Roethlisberger in terms of how I'm looking at next season. And I'm also going to talk about some of the prospects that I've profiled so far on the site. But with the way that Ben has played, I know that I feel more confident and I feel like there's confirmation that his play, his his poor play, has been the result of abysmal offensive line play, not just this year, but last year. And not just in pass protection, but also in run blocking. And for as hard as I've been on Big Ben, saying that his physical tools have fallen off. Sure, that is truth in terms of mobility, his ability to scramble around the field to open up plays down the field. In terms of his field vision and his arm strength, his ability to fit the ball into tight windows, I mean, look no further than his last pass against the Vikings on Thursday night for confirmation the dude still has it. And I was of the ilk here just a few weeks ago saying that the Steelers have to look for their replacement. And I know that the report was put out there two weekends ago that at the end of the season, Ben is going to hang him up. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Roethlisberger is strongly reconsidering that after how he has played. Now, why in the world would he want to come back to a team that can't protect him, that allowed him to just get absolutely pummeled against the Minnesota Vikings? Well, If I'm Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin, and Art Rooney, I'm looking at how Roethlisberger is playing, and I'm saying to myself, you know what, forget going out there and getting a free agent. There's a guy in-house 
who can play a 19th season and get the job done. And you know what? We've got to rebuild this offensive line anyway. We've got a ton of cap space. Let it, let's put it into that offensive line and bolster it for Big Ben to come back for season 19 and give this team one more year because he can still play. He's shown that he could still play. And even if he does come back, which, again, my mindset has shifted. I think I hope that he does. You still draft a quarterback. Now, the luxury being if Ben is back for season 19, he starts next year. You draft a young guy. He's got a year to learn under Ben. Forgive me, but the Mason Rudolph experiment is over. He's not it. I'm sorry. I know he was signed to an extension. But if I was the Steelers, I would try to trade him for a later round draft pick. And then you can go after one of these guys who will probably be available in the late first round, early second round. All accounts from scouts at this point says that this is a weak draft class, which doesn't mean anything because the proof is in the pudding when these guys get out there and start games and start performing. And a guy that I did a profile on this past, I believe it was Friday, was Kenny Pickett out of the University of Pittsburgh. 6'2", 225, runs an estimated 47740. Not a big runner. He's not your Malik Willis or even a Desmond Ritter or even a Sam Howell. But he has the mobility to where he can buy time to open up plays downfield. And if he needs to scramble for a first town, he has the ability to do that. And if you can recall that ACC championship game against Wake Forest where he did the fake quarterback slide and rumbled 50-some yards for a touchdown, he can create the big run. He can. And the dude's a gamer. So he brings that mobility to the quarterback position. In terms of arm strength, it's not an elite NFL arm, but it's a good NFL arm. It's above average. Kenny Pickett can make all the throws. And the one thing that he does is he processes the field effectively and he works through his progressions to identify where the ball needs to go. He's shown the ability to hit on the deep ball and does a nice job of dropping the ball into tight spaces. He's a gamer. He's got intangibles. He's got leadership. One of the biggest knocks on him is that prior to his senior year, his performance, at least statistically, has been average. It's been modest. And so critics are going to point out why the big jump from junior to his senior year and why was he really pedestrian at the position early on and then he had that big jump in play. So we've really only seen elite level play from Kenny Pickett for one season. Critics will point to that as a reason to be cautious about this pick, saying that there's not consistency or proof that he could do this week in and week out. And critics will also point to his hand size, saying that they're smaller than average and that that's 
a liability in terms of ball protection, ball security. But again, I'll come back to it. The dude is a gamer. He's a leader. He led Pitt to an 11-2 record so far. They've got a bowl game coming up yet. He just gets it done. And he's beloved in Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh passed on a Pitt quarterback several years ago that I know that they're still kicking themselves in the you-know-what for doing so, and that's a Dan Marino. And I'm not saying that Kenny Pickett could be Dan Marino, but who knows? Drafting quarterbacks is the biggest crapshoot there is. But you have to be intrigued by this guy and potentially what he can offer. In terms of the four quarterbacks that I've profiled so far, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, and Sam Howell, from my perspective, I am would be more inclined to draft Pickett over the other three I mentioned. And it's because of the leadership qualities and the intangible it factor to lead his team. And again, there's got to be way more evaluation that goes into my analysis of Pickett. I can't tell you if I think he's going to go in the first or second round. Looks like he'll be in the later first round right now. But I think there might be something special here. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. A little shorty here, study session on this Sunday. Thanking you so much for joining me here on episode number 176. If you didn't check out the podcast today, please make sure that you do so. And please drop me a line. You have three ways that you can connect with me via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com, on Twitter at stillstudy. And you can also comment on the site itself. Just scroll down to the bottom of the article page for this study session. You'll see it says real big and bold comment. Leave me a comment. We'll get that on a Steeler Saturday mailbag next week where you create the show by sending me your words and thoughts and ideas. And also check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site. His site is the Still City Insider. Our podcast is the Still City Insider podcast. Check it out. Jim is the GOAT when it comes to covering the Steelers, and I think you'll enjoy it. That show is linked in the show notes. And enjoy this Steelers free Sunday. Let's just hope every AFC North team loses. Every AFC team loses. And keep the faith, y'all. This thing's not over yet by a long shot. Have a wonderful Sunday, and I'll see you back here on Monday on The Study Session. Peace.